0: Henry, you remember how you got here?
1: This next part might hurt. Squeeze. You and I were, we still are, husband and wife.
0: I love you, Henry. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm all tested. I'm tested for rabies. I'm maybe tested for HIV. But I'm not tested for this movie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wages of Cinema. I'm Jack. I'm Andrew. And boy, oh boy, have we paid some wages tonight. <laughs> we almost paid more, by the way. Oh, you yeah. Know, we had a slight... Well, a what, tiny...
1: is, what is the deal? We went to a movie theater. It was 20 and change for a ticket. What? It, okay, what well, this why al- is it so expensive? Well,
0: this, this, this almost happened to us before, too. We... We're, I think you were there with us with Corey when we tr- when we were going to go see another movie at that theater, and they also had the twenty dollar price. Yeah, we were going to see to Ten remember- Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, and yeah, I mean the thing that this. Oh, uh, by
1: the way, we're going to review uh, Hardcore Henry, but we got to complain a little bit about these ticket prices first. So, <clears throat> all
0: right. So what happened is is that there's this new thing at AMC, this particular AMC theater that we went to at the Paramus Garden State Plaza Theater. And I guess it's supposed to be, like, a super duper deluxe theater that, like, I actually looked it up just now because I sort of decried it on Facebook as being, like, a total sham and BS scheme. But apparently, according to the website, these AMC Dolby Prime theaters, it's supposed to be, like, you have innovative seating where you can take comfort to the next level with our spacious high power reserved recliners that pulsate with action <laughs> and moving audio. You feel like you're inside the story as sound flows all around you with breathtaking realism to create a powerfully moving experience and dramatic imaging. The, the, the action comes alive in a dramatically different image with spectacular brightness, deep darks and bright, vibrant color. It seems silly. It sounds like a sham, and and you know it. I, I I'm in the end. I'm kind of glad that even if, imagine if we had gone to this theater to see Hardcore Henry with moving audio. Oh jeez. Oh man. So let's get. So uh, so we didn't go to that theater. We went to a different theater and played paid reasonable prices. I and mean, just a small thing though. You know, if I'm going to pay $20 for a movie, it better be, like, one of the greatest experiences of my life.
1: I better get a meal
0: with that. Yeah. I mean, well, it's like when we saw Indiana J- the Indiana Jones trilogy, I think was less than $20. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm trying to remember when we saw that last summer. Regardless. You know, regardless. We saw a
1: Hardcore Henry tonight.
0: And, oh my god. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm
1: still a little bit numb from the experience. I'm
0: glad you said uh, to
1: me. All right, so so let's let's give a here, here's the premise. Oh all God, right. can you give a premise? So I guess you can. The movie starts. Henry is laying in a vat of liquid. He's w- awoken to find that he's been injured. He he's got cybernetic parts now, and his wife is is a scientist. And all of a sudden, they're raided by some. Uh, by a villain named Akon? Akon. who's basically an <laughs> X Man. Yeah, he, he's got tell he can move people with his mind, and he's trying to make an army of super soldiers. Yeah, um, like you do.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it starts re- off a little bit at first. You think, oh, well, I've seen this. This is RoboCop. Hmm. No,
1: this is. I don't know. Well, all right. So let's because, get and the whole thing is you go. Uh, he's tr- uh, Henry's trying to foil the plot, figure out what's going on, and it's all shot from Henry's point of view.
0: Yeah, it's all done through uh, what they call uh, GoPro lenses. I mean, if you look online and you type in GoPro demo or something, you'll see a thing pop up which, you know, and you've seen GoPro video in actual feature films. Occasionally, a filmmaker will actually put in a GoPro shot, and you may not even notice it, or, or you might notice it, but it might just be very quickly. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of an example of... The type of thing I mean. But you've seen it in commercials. Often it involves when you're driving. Uh, like, uh, I know I've seen, uh, when I watch the series Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that, but that has a lot of GoPro cameras. Because it makes it very easy. You don't have to uh, adjust anything. You know, you just strap on a camera to a guy. And it makes the experience, I mean... uh, One movie I thought of, first of all, with this... Have you have you ever seen the movie Strange Days? No. All right. Well, Strange Days was this movie in the mid '90s. Uh, Catherine Bigelow directed it, and actually James Cameron wrote it. Um, of all things, it's his only screenplay credit. But the point is, the movie is all about this kind of virtual reality simulation that Ray Fiennes creates, and it's, it's set like in 1999. It's it's one of those like in the near future type things, and in that movie. you you have that kind of strapped to somebody's head going through an experience. Um, Often it was more for sexual pleasure, but there are also (laughs) other things. Um, This is more like... I guess the obvious comparison is a video game, except that it's really closer to being... And by the way, this is where we're going to... I may end up cursing and you may hear some bleeps. It turns into an absolute f***ing nightmare.
1: Yeah. Like... (laughs) It's kind of like this cross between a first-person shooter and a found-footage movie. Yeah. Oh, and I
0: have to say something. Something. Another movie I thought of watching this. I'm just gonna direct this out there. Cloverfield. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm I am so sorry about all the things I ever said about you. You know, I'm I'm glad you have like characters vindication. Yeah, and a little depth. Well, you know, because that you know, I remember when we talked about that movie. Uh, I forget, it was a few podcasts ago. It might have been in our 10 Cloverfield Lane review. You know, I mentioned how I thought that movie acted more like a roller coaster. Yeah. Compared to this movie, Cloverfield is like Citizen Kane. <laughs> God. Like, Man, where to I... begin? I, I mean, the thing is, too, I mean, it it just... Uh, you know, it, it, I think that part of it, again, it's, it's an action movie.
1: It is. But by that, I
0: mean, it is like... It's meant it's, to be, like,
1: the most action-y movie you've ever seen in your life. It's relentless with the with action. And but but the, it hey, does, and it, I could probably count four characters in this film.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Like, four people who actually have some significance and aren't just standby Russians. By yes. the way, the movie is shot in Russia, and uh, it's, per, I think it actually was directed by a guy who did music videos or something. It's hmm. his first movie. Um, yeah, so you have Henry, who doesn't have any lines, because he wasn't fit with a voice, uh, thing. Yes. Uh, you have his that. Wife.
1: That was probably for the best. If he had talked during that whole thing, it probably, uh, it, it would that's, have been a lot more trouble than That's it was fair wife.
0: enough. Um, then you have his wife. Then you have the villain, Akon. And Jimmy! It, J- Charlotte Copley. Who, well, before, who does a good job. Before I get into trashing this movie, uh, I will point out thing, a couple things I liked about it. A, is Charlotte Copley, who seems to be having the time of his life here.
1: Yeah, he's playing about 12 different characters yeah, in this film. I think, but it, all of it, them are the same character. Yeah, I mean, It's hard it, to explain, but we'll get into that later.
0: Yeah, I mean, you... you, I think as at, after... He comes back the first time. I was just like, "Oh, whatever." Something's going on. <laughs> Something's going on. I'll I'll go with it. I mean, again, this is this is basically a first-person shooter video game. Like, not even a video game movie. It's more like watching somebody's let's play video. Yeah. But the problem is, is that, uh, and again, Charlotte Copley. Actually, I enjoyed him when they actually you know made the camera a little bit steady. And I could see his performance, and you know, at one point he even uh, sings uh, a song, musical number. <laughs> a musical number with multiple Charto Copleys.
1: But the best thing about him was that he—they gave him enough time to develop him as a character. I mean, it wasn't a—he wasn't the so, deepest yeah, character, bit. no, but he was still. The best character in this film. Henry doesn't say a word. It's supposed to, you know, his point of view is our point of view. And the villains... You know, the, yeah. that probably worked out for the best. So, there are three other characters. One is uh, the character of Jimmy, and then there's Henry's wife and the villain, uh, something, Acon. Yeah, they're, they're both... Totally stock. Yes, uh, and that, that was what I was thinking when I saw this trailer. When I saw these characters, I'm like, these seem like extremely stock characters who aren't yeah. who aren't going to have a great deal of depth.
0: Yeah, well that, that was the thing. It's like as the first time you see them in the first five minutes, they don't really change from that. No. The villain is just a you know, a blonde, you know, <laughs> villain he villain who may does have lots. been
1: an albino.
0: An albino, yeah, and uh, and the wife is all like, "Oh, Henry, I love you. You got to do this, Henry. You got to do that." Until it's not, but let's. I'll wait until later. Right. So now I've said the also the other good thing too. I mean, there is, you know, objectively speaking, a lot of creative stunt work in this movie. Yeah. I mean, it is like to to think about what. These perform these stuntmen went through in this movie is you know pretty breathtaking.
1: Yeah, I there are times when I was wondering. I mean, because this is done from point, uh, I, this is first person everything, and I imagine that a lot of what we see on the screen was accomplished through computers. There are but a lot there the, were yeah. still moments where I was like, "Man, how did they do that?" As I was as I was coming over here from the movie, I was like, man, that that one scene where they're where they're driving on the highway and they end up in the back of that van. Yeah, I
0: that mean, that I imagine that, you know, just like with uh, Birdman, you know, now we've gotten to the point where even though you're having a lot of these long sustained shots in movies, you also end up having a lot of hidden cuts. Right. So, you know, who knows how many actual cuts are in this movie? Yeah. Uh I mean, and then also you might—they could have also thrown in some CGI here and there. Yeah, like and certain it, trucks blowing up might have been that. Yeah, or and maybe that, not.
1: And I mean, the cuts weren't always seamless. I could tell when they were making, certain things. Yeah, certain things. Yes, but I mean, during the during the action sequences, you barely right. notice. Yeah. Now, I got out of, that, out of the way again. Objectively,
0: they good job, guys.
1: Now, it is a, a real. I. It is a really good film technically I mean I can't fault the effort
0: that that they put into it yeah. no I, I mean... can't no 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 they obviously were there to work they were there to try to execute um something that was different yeah for, you know to try to you know give this director you know what he wanted the problem was what this director wanted was just madness yes like i and the th- the thing about this movie so Again, you know, again it's balls to the wall action. And when I say balls, I mean balls. Yeah. And you know, it's relentless, massively bloody. The kill count is probably not even in the hundreds. I'd almost say a thousand. Well. It feels like that much. Like people getting blown apart left and right by guns, grenades, people, you know, getting hacked in half, their heads coming apart. And, but the problem
1: is... I've, I've seen gorier films, though. This is not... Um, I, this, no, This but, is a bloody film. I mean, it certainly earns an R rating. Oh, God. It, 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 it almost tested the limits.
0: I was almost, like, thinking... Coming home, I was thinking, why isn't this an NC-17? I
1: wouldn't go that far. It was pretty damn violent, dude. It w- Well, it was, yes, yeah, certainly. But... <laughs> <laughs> like, the fact that th- this movie
0: an R, no problem, and like Kill Bill, which again, that's a volume one's a pretty violent movie, but Although they but they had cartoonishly to cartoonishly
1: change... violent in certain in certain ways. But
0: they had to change a whole section of that final sequence to black and white so they wouldn't get an NC seventeen. In this huh. movie, you know that I mean I, he- I hesitate to call it a climax because how does something like this even have a climax? But like the last, I'd say maybe ten minutes when it just becomes. You know, <laughs> but
1: um, but I never really thought like bec- that. You know, here is our climax. I mean, I felt because you know, story wise, this was the climax. It was like the final confrontation. Well, but there was never, but I never really felt like an amp up. They amped up the action that because yeah. it had been full on action it from is, the beginning.
0: That is the major problem for me. I mean, okay, it's one thing. Now, something I'm curious to ask you about because again, I'm. I'm not that much of a gamer as far as, like, modern games. I've played maybe, you know... i I've, I've played a handful of games on my PS3. Uh, but does this kind of resemble how
1: games are today? Well, to a certain extent, yes. I... Whenever, whenever they go to a different location, there's always sort of... Uh, it, it's, like, it's like each location yeah, they go on. to is like a different level in the game. It's like, oh, here's the city level, yeah. or here's the level where uh, you chase after the guy, yeah. Or here's the level where you're in the forest, or you're in the warehouse, and each yeah. and, and each pl- location in the film has a different kind of action in it, yeah. Which is kind of creative in its own way. It it does vary it up a little but a little still bit. it's it, it's it's still so relentless that you yeah, you, you wish no there was flow. a break.
0: There's no flow. No. I mean even when again there is that one you know for example there is that bit that we mentioned where Charlotte Copley you know breaks into you know a musical number uh, <laughs> briefly but it's the pacing of this movie is awful. This has some of the worst pacing of any movie I've ever seen and because again, it's one action scene, then another action scene, then another action scene, and even if they m- might change up a little bit of how maybe there's a little bit more hand-to-hand action in one bit, and then maybe more just relentless machine gun action in another bit, it's still the same level of. It's like it's like massively drinking. A hundred gallons of Red Bull,
1: and the stakes never really rise no. above where they start. Uh, I the, mean, well, you pro, understand yeah. you understand what that villain wants from the beginning, and nothing you learn throughout that film uh, really makes you more excited or more nervous for the main, for any of the characters. The character doesn't grow in large part because you know he's, he has, he's a robot. he has very little character.
0: No, he's he's basically not a char- he's basically a conduit for. You could almost say the audience. Yeah. To basically live vicariously through this character.
1: Now, as I said, though, earlier, that was probably the smart choice. Uh,
0: yeah, but then there's also... Like, uh, I it started. To, sh- it could have... There, there, po- there got a point in this movie where I almost felt kind of sick. Really? This, th- I, this was kind of like a sickening experience for me. Like... I, I know it makes me sound old, but it was just at a certain point I'm like, why is this this violent and I knew going into it it would be a big action movie. I was expecting that, but just how grisly and ugly it is, and then the twists that they throw at you at in the last like fifteen minutes, as if you care about this character
1: yeah i s- i saw i saw the twist in the end coming like basically yeah. from the beginning oh god yeah. i mean it's oh a man wakes up with no memories oh well, I think I know where this is this is going
0: yeah i mean it it's you know you know like a game like bioshock or something that's also something where you're in a first person perspective you have to you know shoot a lot of people you have to do a lot of violence, but at least you're picking up a lot of useful information you're actually gaining something there is a
1: narrative and even though you aren't you don't necessarily develop as a character you there are characters around you yeah and you explore them yeah you don't really get to explore
0: anything in this movie it's just nothing but well, carnage
1: well there are differences between a movie and a video game no now, but but, now, but that's the we problem we could have had moments though where only one character really is able to explain himself yeah Uh, None of the other characters really get a chance to do that. Mm -hmm. And if we had been able to take a break from the action every once in a while to just develop some of the other characters, we might have have had a more emotional connection to the film.
0: Yeah, like, you know, take something like uh, when we saw Mad Max last year. Yeah. You know, that's also a relentless action movie. It is. But you at least get little chunks of that movie... Where you can finally slow down a little bit, learn about who's who. The audience
1: can take a breath and, and also
0: and uh, relax a bit. And the camera work is also a major part of it. I mean, I think that's part of what also made me just, you know, feel kind of sick. I mean, I I kind of thought going into this movie, oh, you know, people saying, oh, I almost vomited watching this movie. So what? There was one point where I just felt like. God. I'm going to sick cuz the way the ca- like the way that they move around this camera it's like they didn't give a damn. They yeah. just roll this thing all around the place. It goes this way and that way.
1: There it, the, there were a few times when I decided let's let me let me give my eyes a break and look somewhere else aside from at the sc- from at the screen. Yeah. I didn't get sick, but I was thinking there was a certain amount of fatigue from all yeah, of it's the camera ex- movement in that. Yeah, it's exhausting. Zone.
0: It, I feel exhausted watching this movie.
1: I, yeah, I feel... And not in a good way. I feel way. Kind, of, uh, kind of tired, too, when I think about this I film. don't feel
0: elated at a certain point. Like, if let me, if this had been like a half-hour short film or something, but it would have actually... I would might have been more impressed by it, because it would have been a little bit more sustained. It would have kept its, you know... I hasten to use the word gimmick, but is there another word to use for this?
1: I've said, I, I'm going to be generous to this film. I'm so great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I, I think I, we we t- we've talked a little bit about experimental film. This is an experiment. Like, yeah, d- you, you you've, it's like what if you made an entire film based upon those first-person shooters that everybody loves? It becomes and like you yeah. filmed an entire film from one person's point of view with some great stunt work. And it did that. Now, whether it's a an entertaining film, and whether you like it or not, is another thing. But it's a really interesting experiment on a technical level. Yeah.
0: You know what I also thought of? Not even so much modern games, but I thought a little bit of, like, GoldenEye.
1: Well, not even that. Like,
0: <laughs> even Doom? before that. No, like, Sega CD games. Uh, Those yeah. games where you have, like, the people talking to you, like, Get up, soldier! You're gonna <laughs> go out into that thing! And then, yeah, you fight, like, Doom or something. Yeah. But... Yeah, like I guess that's my point of reference. I'm I'm such an old man. <laughs> it is. Kind I feel of like, old
1: watching this movie. It, it is kind of like that. When I saw the trailers, those were the kinds of games that I was thinking.
0: Yeah, about. I wasn't really thinking so much more like modern games for PS3. Again, maybe I'm, but like I think it's because those games have better animation. Whereas with the Sega CD games back in the day, they actually shot video. Yeah, and it was like a big deal because it's like. Oh my God! I'm playing a video game, but it's like a movie. Now it's like, oh, now I'm watching, I'm watching a, a movie, and but it's like, like a video game. Yeah, and I'm losing my mind watching it because, like, okay, I, I will agree with you to an extent. Trying this experiment, okay, you know, go for it. It's just because though the problem is that by the time you get to, as I said, if this was 30 minutes, even it would have, I think it would have been a lot stronger. Because, it, but by the time you get to like even an hour in, and then then it's 90 minutes, and you're I'm just sitting there like, oh, can I leave now? <laughs> Again, I and I and I feel bad in a way because as I said, I do give credit to the like the stuntmen and all the people involved with the special effects, but this somebody should have sat down with this f- filmmaker and the director wrote the script too. And told him, no, you need to do some more things here
1: hmm. I it could, yeah, it certainly would have benefited from a stronger script uh I don't think that so much is important here though uh, as i i'm I am looking th- at this more of uh, as an experimental film, mm. but even as like
0: okay, once we get pat but you are in this experiment though, all right, you're still strapped in with this a The experiment becomes tiresome because at a certain point, you know, the the technique doesn't exactly change. You're still seeing the same thing going on with this lens that, you know, it's being flipped around. It's getting really, like, ooh, intense during these action scenes. You know, what if, you know, what, you know, I guess it can't be helped because if it's strapped to the actor, maybe that's what they're going to do. But it's just, you know, there's a. There's a little bit of a lack of variation, just as an action movie. You're you're right, you know, and that that kind of disrupts the experiment part of it. And this, in a way, it's not a hundred percent new. Um, there was a movie in the '40s uh, called uh, The Lady in the Lake, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you heard of this. It was an adaptation, actually, of a Chandler book that I, that I read a while back. And the whole thing, this guy Robert Montgomery, I think he was an actor. He decided actually to do the whole story from, you know, a first-person point of view. And uh, and he did, and look how that – it didn't – it wasn't a totally successful effort, but it was kind of fascinating in the way that, all right, let's – you know, you've seen a lot of detective movies. What if you have a detective story where you're the detective and you're finding out clues as they go along? Yeah. Um. But with this, you know, the the pro- again, a, a big problem is that just, you know, forget about the experiment for a second, just in terms of pacing, you know, if you're not really taking enough breaks, if we're not getting to learn enough about the characters, aside from uh, Jimmy, uh, whatever he is, and, you know, you're not giving the main character any agency at all, aside from, oh, we know he's a robot and he kicks ass, right. uh, then what else is there? Hmm. Well... I don't know. Maybe I'm just, uh, this movie just left me feeling, I, it's not, I don't even want to say it's like a failure, because there are a lot of things that are interesting about it, but it. you have a movie that makes you leave kind of feeling bad.
1: You I know what that? you mean. Yeah. yeah. I, I've seen movies like that where I just kind of felt emotionally drained. Yeah. I felt that a little bit, probably not to the same extent you did. Yeah.
0: Like I think as soon as this movie ended, I kind of bolted out of my seat. Like I'm just like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Like,
1: I mean, but it, it, it I, mean, you're absolutely right. It, it's so relentless that it wears you down. Yeah. To the it's to the point that where it when it ends, you just you just want to get out and just take a breather and just uh, relax your brain a bit.
0: Yeah, and the funny thing is, again, as we mentioned before, with the idea that you know there's. Like, I started to think about, okay, there should be a climax coming up, but how is it going to be that much different or that much more intense than what they've given us? And I guess, in a weird way, now that I'm just thinking about this now, the ending is almost a little bit like the ending for Matrix Revolutions. (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. (laughs) Where it's like a thousand Mr. Smiths coming at uh, Neo. Um... But even by that point, and you know, and then finally the the, the uh, spoilers the the Queen song is used
1: from the right. trailer, which I was happy to hear. But by that point, I'm like, oh, now you bring it up. <laughs> that was something that was lacking too. Uh, yeah. The entire musical score. Yeah, I can't remember much of it. I can't re- remember a moment where it really increased. It really underscored the action. No, it it was simply uh, it was kind of it generic action movie it, music. Yeah, it you felt know, very generic. It's not it, like, I never really ever noticed it before. Yeah. The action was going on with the music, but it, it really uh, the music didn't really contribute much. It I was mean, there's there's no reason to buy this soundtrack. If no, you, if you got it
0: on no. I mean, occasionally you know they'll throw in a song that I like just because, and I'll be like, oh, I like that song. Yeah, like. I didn't really expect to hear my girl in a strip club. No. <laughs> um Yeah, so just I think that if I was I was thinking about this too, I was watching the movie that you sometimes hear the you sometimes hear the cliche with action movies. Oh, that this was just made for thirteen year old boys or fourteen year old boys. This even though it's radar, I feel like this was made for fourteen year old boys. Who haven't really seen that many action movies? How so? I, just because, like, we're you know, you're 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 young at that point. You haven't really maybe you've seen a few action movies here and there. Maybe you've seen some blockbusters, and you maybe sneak this in with your friends. Like I, I would sometimes do this with certain radar movies, and I thought it'd be really tough doing this. <laughs> and I think if I was fourteen watching this movie, I would probably be really blown away. But, Probably then, yes. but now, but I'm like 32, and I've seen, you know, a good many movies. Well, I think. And I, maybe I'm just. I don't want to say that I feel old for this, but. And I feel like I should appreciate.
1: I don't know, Jack. I, I think, I think this things. movie has made you feel old. It has drained some of your vitality.
0: I, I feel like I'm. Uh... <laughs> God. I... <laughs> I'm like a, fa- a character in a fantasy novel who's like being drained of their life essence. You're like the Fisher King. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the Fisher King's really about?
1: No, but,
0: you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was going to make a Dark Crystal reference, but I know you haven't no, seen that
1: movie. Um, I, when you're talking about 13 and 14-year-olds, you're, you're basically talking about the target demographic of movies right now.
0: Well, also the kind of thing that, like, there's also, there's there's humor through the movie, but it's also kind of, with the exception of a couple of parts, I did laugh a couple of times, I yeah. will say. And maybe some of it was just surprise, like, you know, in that opening sequence, when you suddenly discover that they're in a giant plane yeah. hovering in the sky, that was kind of cool. I wish that mo- the movie had a little bit more surprise like that, because when it did, I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. But I think, ultimately, the other thing I thought of, too, as well, is... um. Uh, the crank movies yes you've seen those two i've seen the first crank movie okay when you watch that movie that's that's also a movie that's you know literally about a guy who has to you know basically try to make sure his heart doesn't stop or something. i think that was the plot right
1: he has to, he will die if he gets uh under a certain limit if he does if, of he his heart. if he doesn't stay excited if his yeah. adrenaline yeah yeah keep he has to build up his adrenaline
0: but and of course, then that makes for a, a movie that is balls to the wall action.
1: Yeah, but which but is, in, and is funny too. Yeah, and in a sense, that's also
0: a little bit like a video game movie because you have a character who goes through all these different adventures, and you know, even at one point he has well, to the, keep up his power by having sex with his girlfriend. Well, in that, public.
1: Uh, well, you're all, you're talking about story with episodes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which hardcore Henry is just not interested in story. Hmm. I guess, yeah, that was the thing. It's like if they had just worked a little bit more, if they just put a little bit more effort into the things that make a movie a movie instead of it just being more about like the Sega CD video game experience. Was there an action
1: scene that you particularly liked? Do you mean that I liked or that stood out? Well... Well, all right, one that stood out because I mean if we're talking about a film that is actional most of the way through, uh what action scene stood out to you?
0: I think action... um Uh I'll, I'll mention two things that I found kind of interesting that I sort of leaned up a little bit in my chair. One was the fight in the strip uh, strip club yeah in part that might have just been because it was lit differently because it was all in red and it was a little bit more contained in that area and you also had uh some of those stripper characters and that made it kind of sleazy all the women were topless <laughs> yes um again r-rated fellows. um i also kind of liked the bit where he uh he he's trying to get into like a helicopter and he attack you know holds on to like a giant a rope that's dangling from there. So you get the POV looking as he's going up in the air. Yes. And then he falls down. That was that was cool. Hmm. Again, it's you know again those are maybe more so the kind of pleasures that come from a roller coaster ride. Yeah. But at least you know there were there were, those were two things that kind of stood out. I think maybe part of it too is just because at a certain point. You know seeing somebody shot with a gun it's just not that compelling it, yeah. does that does that sound like a very basic
1: criticism well i mean there there is so much shooting in this film that it's easy to get to, i but with well, a video game it's the, the same thing we, we've you, been talking about we get we got tired of the action after yeah after, I Well, know. within the I, first but hour. I did i i point out a couple of
0: things yeah I did like those two little set pieces
1: i like the uh the road chase action scene i
0: would have here's the thing i i liked that i think the problem was i'd seen the trailer you know so many times by the time i got to this movie i had already kind of expected that and it didn't really add that much from the trailer
1: still it was a little more coherent in that you understood what uh you know the sort of uh, geography of the scene, it's like going. You know, yeah. there's a te- line of vans, and we're working our way up to the front of the yeah. to the front truck. Te- te-
0: technically speaking, as far as the camera movement, it was kind of it was cool. Yes, I think, but it was just that. Even by I think that point, I was already starting to feel a little exhausted. Even mm-hmm. though I think I wasn't totally exhausted by that point, I think I I was appreciating that on a technical level. So yeah, I'd say maybe. Yeah, that I would include that scene too. Maybe that's three scenes. All right, all right. Is it, what any final thoughts about this movie? Have we kind of exhausted conversation about this?
1: Well, here's what here's what I do. I'd recommend seeing this film if you're in cur- the theater. Yes, if you're curious about this film, if you want to see a real experiment, and if you want to see something that's very different, mm-hmm. but still an action movie. Then by all means go and see this film. You also have to not mind some gore and a lot of violence, mm-hmm. but it's it's rated M for mature. But I would see it simply because it's a unique take on the on action. Mm-hmm. I I I think that people deserve that this film des- deserves to be seen, even though it doesn't. Uh, even though it does, it's heavily flawed. Oh yeah, uh, I. I'm going to have to
0: differ with you on this. I I can't recommend that people see it, at least in the theater. Again, it it was just that near the end, I, this sounds like I'm being melodramatic, but I kind of felt even maybe just for a minute, like I was strapped to a clockwork orange chair (laughs) and I was just being jostled with like ultra violence so that (laughs) I'll never commit violence again in my life. Mm. Um, I no I I don't think I could recommend it to you in the theater. If you want to rent it like for from um, Redbox and watch it on your nice little HD TV, then by all means. I I'd say this would actually make for me this would make actually a better rental than just because the the theater going experience for this even as an experiment is just so mind-boggling and so crazy. That, it's just, uh, you know, and, and plus, yeah, along with the flaws, too, that Andrew mentioned. So, I'm not saying it's a, you know, don't ever watch it. I'm just, I just can't really recommend people shelling out, uh, you know, $12, 13 to see it.
1: Yeah, go see it in the early afternoon when prices are lower. Go see it on the matinee. Yeah,
0: and above but... all, don't go see it at Dolby Prime. Right. <laughs> I, Where you get I, I, all the
1: sound of everything in that movie hitting you at once. I, I'm gonna say though that I think it's better to see it in the theater because I think it's better mm. to have that immersive experience of seeing it on a big screen with surround sound around you, yeah. rather than just watching it on your small television. All right. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Okay, that's 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 fair enough. Uh, again, I I don't I, we're kind of split on this, but I I, I respect your opinion.
1: Thank you, Jack. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be. Around here. I'm
0: trying to be diplomatic. I'm not. You know, we're not Siskel and Ebert to that extent where we're gonna start like pointing fingers. Yes, pointing fingers and you know being like, now that is completely unfair, Andrew. And I never said that about you. <laughs> like, oh come on, Roger. I, just, I, <laughs> I would have loved to have seen Siskel and Ebert's review of this movie. Oh, they maybe. probably would have. <laughs> Hated. They probably would have. Oh my god! Like, especially Eber had a thing against video games. I think. Well, not not so much video games, but he didn't think they were art. Well, that's a compliment. That's a, that's thing. another argument altogether. Um. So, if you agreed with our thoughts on this movie, uh, or disagreed, or did you even go see this? Because this is actually not getting great business, by the way. It only made like a few million dollars this past weekend, so it might be on its way out. But if you decide to go see it. And you agree with us or disagree with us, uh, send us an email uh, to wagesofcinema at gmail.com. Uh, you can also read more uh, reviews of movies that we've seen. and uh,
1: More conversation, more disagreements, more, more finger-pointing. <laughs> more you know shootouts. <laughs> more first-person perspectives.
0: <laughs> yes, more GoPro uh, madness. Um, but until then, I'm Jack. I'm Andrew. And remember, the wages of cinema is hardcore. That means death. Yes.